fellow adults. Welcome to This is Adulting, a podcast about being an adult <laughs> with your hosts, Jack and Danny. On today's episode, our adulting adventure. I said it right this time. You did it. I did. This takes us to um, some Christmas movies that both myself and Danny love to watch generally around the Christmas times because yeah. Christmas is only just around the corner. Yeah. How, uh, Nine? Nine days away from Christmas. Yeah, we're almost there. It seems... Are you done your Christmas shopping? I finished today. I went to Southgate uh, this morning because oh, it was what? open at nine and I went and finished everything. Oh, man. I, I'm pretty much done. I've got a couple more things to buy, but I think it's just be... Get in there real quick. Get out. Hey, I bought you a gift. You did not. I did. Yeah, I bought you a gift today. Oh, I bought <laughs> so you a gift So add one more to your list. Too. I was thinking that we should do something where we show up and we have to give each other a gift and then see how well we did. But I think the gift I got you is perfect. Well, so okay. pressure's on. I, no pressure. I'll, I'll get you a gift. <laughs> I know what to get you. <clears throat> It's not chocolate. No, because I booked a trip to Australia. <laughs> so please don't give me chocolate because I want to wear a bathing suit in eight weeks. Eight weeks? Yeah. Wow. Lucky you. Yeah. All right. So anyways, this this episode, just to let everyone know, because <clears throat> the movies that we watch. Classics. I, they're classics in, in our eyes, but there's a lot of like. You know, I don't know what I'm trying to say here. I'm just letting everyone know that it's gonna, this episode is going to be explicit. Oh, We're yeah. going to be swearing quite a bit because I'm not going to lie to you, Danny. The movie you made me watch was in my – it was kind of fucking awful. <laughs> <laughs> like, you just jumped right off the swears. I'm sorry. I mean, I to be fair, them. like Die Hard has a lot of swears, including one of the yeah. most iconic lines, right? Yeah. Yeah, yeah, one so of the we'll most iconic there. lines. So, yes, and the movie is just in case you just didn't hear what I said. I'm I watched Love Actually, one of Danny's favorite Christmas movies to watch around Christmas time. Yeah, and Danny, what did I make you watch? I watched Die Hard, which I had never seen. So when we discovered, we had been talking about a podcast that would fit for. Christmas and and we had discussed oh do we talk about Christmas traditions or but we were having a hard time finding something that would fit for um, a, an adventure and so we I was asking about movies and I couldn't believe he hadn't seen Love Actually he couldn't believe I hadn't seen Die Hard and we're like okay this is it we need to watch these movies and then talk about them yeah so we both gave each other like and because it's it is Christmas time and we're both very busy right now so the time crunch to do all this stuff was tough but we just took each other uh well we gave each other a tact or a tact what did i say tact for <laughs> we gave each other a task yes to to watch this movie yeah to the, these movies and write notes about them um whatever notes that you got about them uh at first well first of all you would read we would each read the sy- synopsis yeah synopsis of the movie and then kind of predict what the movie was about right so that was, uh, let's, uh, do you want to start with you, Danny? Yeah, I'll do that first. I was just going to say this kind of, we took this from our friends over at, I have some notes. Oh yeah. Um, yeah. they do a podcast. I think it's bi-weekly. You were on that podcast. I was on you? that pod- yeah. podcast talking about Mighty Ducks. Um, and they talk about, um, things that they would keep and cut from, from different movies. 
um, yeah, it's it's wonderful. So if you enjoy what we talk about today, go check them out. And that was, um, I have notes? I have some notes. I have some notes. Okay. Yes. So. Okay, Danny. Danny watched Die Hard. I watched Die Hard. You know, there's been a lot of, there's a lot of. Controversy. If you, if you even look up Die Hard, it'll be like, is this a Christmas movie right. or not? Right. Of course it's, it is. It's almost like the second thing that everyone <laughs> says. I agree. I think it's a Christmas movie. I'll get to some of my points. The but... best meme being there are two people in this world. People that think Die Hard is a Christmas movie and people that are wrong. Right. Right. <laughs> so what I knew about what I knew about Die Hard going in was not much. I knew that Bruce Willis was in it. I knew the line yippee motherfuckers. <laughs> Best line. And I knew the scene, I knew that he was in a vent at some point. Um, I've seen that meme all over the place where he's crawling in the vent. Yeah. Um, I think I've even seen it with a Christmas hat on. And that's <laughs> yeah. about all I knew. Okay. I mean, I assumed it was an action movie. Yeah. Um, well, from, one, just from the poster itself. Yeah, you can exactly. See so then when I read the synopsis, um, my notes I wrote, I hate terrorists. Because I, it was something about terrorism. So yeah. I just wrote that I hate terrorists. And then I read something about how... I think it's the same um, hotel as Skyscraper. The movie Nakamoto. that just came out with... Uh, what's his name? The Rock. Like yes, just recently. Yeah, so I think yeah. it's the same um, building. Yeah, it is. Which... When we go through my notes, you'll see that there was a lot of me... Have you seen Skyscraper? I have not. Okay. Well, looks... there's a lot of me like thinking that I'm watching Skyscraper. Oh, yeah. So anyways. Okay. All right. All right. Let's see. Let's hear some of your notes. So what we're going to do is we're going to read over Danny's notes. She's going to kind of go over them and then we're going to have a little bit of discussions. These discussions can go real quick or they can go real slow. <laughs> we'll see. But um, uh, what we're going to, our layout. Oh yeah. Okay. Okay. Let's, let's start with the notes. Yeah. So um, it started out with Bruce on a plane. And at this point, I don't know his name, so I'm calling him Bruce on a plane. <laughs> um, he was afraid, which I get. I don't like being on planes. And then uh, then the guy beside him tells him to make fists with his toes when he gets on land. And I wrote, should I do that? Is that going to help me? How long? How, what's your longest flight? What, in life? Yeah, how far have well, you Well, I've been gone? to Australia before. So oh, okay. I, so 15 hours. Oh, okay. It's not bad. Yeah. Well, oh. I thought you. Well, I thought you were terrified of like planes. So you. I just don't like never planes. Because I have a friend, um, who hates flying, and she will not. Well, she has since, but she. There's times where she'd have to go on a flight, and she would rather just drive. Yeah. So um, far, it hasn't just. It hasn't taken me away from doing anything. I don't like flying, but you know what? I have Ativan, <laughs> and I can just try to sleep. Yeah. So it's okay. Um, but I do want to try that next time and bunch my feet into balls and obviously or into fists <laughs> otherwise it um obviously that's a big plot point right that becomes really important that he takes his shoes off so um i like that he uh i couldn't believe they were smoking in the airport well this you have to understand that this is like in the like the 80s 80s i yeah, know it's old so i wrote uh smoking in the airport this movie hasn't aged i mean hasn't aged well <laughs> um, I didn't like the creeper at the holiday party, which I believe is the um, the one neighbor or the one bad guy. No, he's he's name? one of the like, um, creepers because he's he's a uh, Ellis. The, 
Is it Ellis? This is Ellis the creeper. He he's the guy in the suit, right? Or I I haven't seen Die Hard in a while. But, okay. Uh, yes, the suit. Yeah, he's kind of the uh, creeper who thinks he knows everything and thinks that he's mm-hmm. he's like a powerful millionaire, like deal closer kind of guy. Mm-hmm. And he thinks that he can just take over any situation and just do what he wants. I didn't like how often Bruce checked out girls. He was always checking everyone out and then saying California kind of creepy like after that. So that was some, something. Um, I, I originally thought that the limo driver was a bad guy. I wrote, is this driver guy with a sign a bad guy? Don't worry. I have notes amending this. Um, I said, why would you sit in the front of a limo? Why does Bruce Willis sit in the front of the limo? Got an answer for that? No. Probably because um, he he was probably scared. Because I, th- I don't think he liked the fact that his limo driver was, like, so young. Oh. Because he looked at the limo driver and he's like, what? Yeah. And then he calls him Argyle. And then when he when Argyle kept pushing things about, like, getting married, like, marriage stuff. Yeah. I, I once again was like, I think this guy is going to be a bad guy. Like, he's probably trying to find out about his wife. I was way off. I was <laughs> way off. You thought off. it was foreshadowing? I thought like, it was yeah. foreshadowing. Like, yeah. I thought right away he was going to get taken somewhere and he wasn't supposed <laughs> to go. Um, then I wrote... That there was a cassette tape, so another shout out to olden times of having cassette decks. Yeah. Um, I was confused that Argyle asked him if he wanted to find a place to stay. I'm like, limo drivers, uh, I don't think would do that, especially not in L.A. Like, it seemed very odd. I think it's just because uh, he is a young limo driver and he might have been new at it. Um, but at the same time, I don't know. I don't know anything about L.A. limo <laughs> drivers in, in the 80s. So. Yeah, that's true. Also, I think... Um, Bruce Willis didn't sit in the back because he because he is a cop, and he thinks the backs. Oh yeah, maybe. So then they go into he he gets to the hotel. No business. What's it called? A business skyscraper. The the the. He gets to the um building. (laughs) There's a name for a building like that though. It's. Yeah, it's a skyscraper. I don't know. (laughs) Whatever. But he gets there and he sees the security guard and. and there's only one group left on the 30th floor. Oh. And I wrote, this is fishy. Well, it's a Christmas party. I mean, <laughs> it was a Christmas, Christmas party, party in a business building at night. They're not all. Well, there's all people that are working late. And yeah. I'm putting up my fingers. Because <laughs> those people that are working late, well, sometimes they actually are working late. Yeah. <laughs> Other times they're just, you know. Yeah, because it was Christmas Eve. They said it was Christmas Eve. Like, who would have their staff party on Christmas Eve? Which, Christmas Eve? Christmas movie. Anyways. Thank you. There was a guy (laughs) doing coke on the desk, which, again, I think was Ellis. Um, And he gets... Oh, and then I got a bad feeling about him and the boss. (laughs) What's the boss's name? Do you remember? remember. Anyways. (laughs) If you see Skyscraper... Well, this is a big spoiler alert. But if you see Sky- Skyscraper, one of the guys that you think is on the good guys team is actually on the bad guys team. And so the whole time I thought... Oh, he's a mole. I thought that he yeah. was a mole, that he was a bad guy. Um, I really enjoyed when they saw each other. Yeah, because they... Uh, his wife, you mean, right? Yes. Yeah. But then Holly. he was... Oh, yeah. But That's then he was name. like sad that um, that she changed her last name. So she didn't keep his name because they're like going through some troubles. Yeah. Um, Then when they were in the bathroom and he was like, 
doing the foot thing and he, I couldn't believe how many people barged into the bathroom. Do you remember that? People kept coming in to like hook up and like ask her questions. I'm like, this isn't a normal amount but that's, of time. That's, is it though? I mean, a Christmas party? Maybe. If it's, if it's a Christmas people, people are drinking. I mean, the bathroom is a popular place sometimes. <laughs> <laughs> All right, now I get into some of the meat and the potatoes of this big, <laughs> this beginning of, <laughs> of this thing. So, uh, the desk guy, the desk guy doesn't really know how to deal with these people walking in. I thought that the car, the truck, um, and the car were really menacing as they were driving up. Yeah, I knew something was about to happen, and mm. then they walked in, and then I said, "Oh no, they killed the guy before Christmas." <clears throat> and then I thought, "Is that the only security guard? Is the guy at the front?" Well, I mean, you have to. We have to remember Christmas time. People, there's very limited people working. Very true. You know, like they they don't staff very many people during Christmas. Everyone's holidays off, stuff like that. So yeah. yeah, one security guard, not not that unbelievable. Yeah, that's true. And then I yelled, "Is that Alan Rickman?" I was so excited. <laughs> and then Alan Rickman's in love actually he's too. In love actually as well. <laughs> that is Boom. the connection here. He's the best. R.I.P. He's the best. Yeah. Villain. So um, then Argyle gets locked in the parkade, which I knew was going to be a problem. Um, the computer, I wrote, the computer guy seems like he's on coke. That was the guy that was like hacking in. Yeah. He was like crazy. Then I said, Alan Rickman going forward will now be referred to as Snape. So that's <laughs> what I call him. Um, no, no, no. He has a definite oh, no, no. name in this movie. I know. Okay. Let for me now. get okay, there. Okay. okay. Let me get there. <laughs> He's Remember, I know nothing right, about right, this right, movie. Right. Okay. He's an um, I didn't like the blonde guy with the with the chainsaw. You didn't. Well, no. he's. You're not supposed to like Carl. Him. Carl, right? Yeah. Yeah. We'll get there. Um. Then they were on an elevator with guns, which I said. That's Is there my ever fear. a time where you're supposed to like a villain? Uh, I don't know. Maybe. Well, I guess. Yeah. Okay. Let's, let's Maybe. go on. Um. Then I wrote. My my note says ah boobs. <laughs> well, I don't know why. I wrote yeah. that. <laughs> Probably because there was was it was it. It was either the scene where he touches the the <laughs> calendar. No, that's way later. Yeah, that's later on. I think it was they went it, into one of the rooms. Yeah, and, and the girls' boobs were out. Yeah. Yeah. Um, okay. And which happens at Christmas parties. Yeah. So this Sometimes. is when they bust into the party and everyone's scared. So I wrote, I'm glad that. Bruce Willis had his gun when they busted in. So that's good because that could have been bad if he didn't have his gun. And then I wrote, oh, my gosh, I bet the Coke guy is in on it. I thought Ellis was in on it. Mm -hmm. Um, And then I wrote Snape in big letters. Um, And then I saw that they had a missile. And I said, okay, I just realized that Snape is in love actually too. (laughs) So I was excited. Uh, Let's see. What else? Were you watching this with Tim? Yes. Yeah. Well, he fell asleep. Oh. Because I watched it at like 2 a.m. Yeah, yeah, that's true. Because I fell asleep with Arlie earlier, and then I didn't have any time. So, mm. anyways. Um, okay, so then I wrote, oh, no, the boss died. And I was really sad about that <laughs> because he was a good guy, that boss. Oh, yeah. Um, Snape is bad at smiling, <laughs> I wrote, because he, whenever he tries to smile. <laughs> it's awkward. It's so awkward. Yeah. He's not good at it. Um, I wrote... <laughs> Then I wrote, I was wrong about Argyle. He's probably very beloved. <laughs> Apparently, he's in the next movie. Have you seen the next movie? Yeah. Is he in the next one? Uh, like, I wonder Die with a Vengeance, I think. Um, I don't think I've seen that one in a while. Okay. I can't remember. 
Um, then I noticed that Bruce Willis was wearing his ring, which was very sweet. Oh, that's nice. Yeah. Well, sometimes they, I'm sure, well, I don't think he wanted the the separation. It's just that he works and she works. It, it just, right. the kind of relationship that just didn't work out, but they have kids together. Right. And, you know, like that's. There's clearly love between them. Yeah. Um, then it was the scene where he killed Carl's brother <laughs> and he was wearing a mock neck turtleneck. Like I, I love this guy, but the scene where he sends him downstairs on the chair is so awesome. And he puts <laughs> the Santa hat on him Yeah. and he writes, and he writes on his on thing. Yep. And so you see whatever, like now you're something, something. But when, <laughs> when Snape pulls the shirt down and he goes, Ho, ho, ho. I wrote, he says, ho, 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 just like Snape. <laughs> like, so much like him. Does Snape say it in Harry Potter? No, but he just sounds like oh. him. He sounds like him. Yeah. Um, <laughs> ho, 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 ho. Which is like, neither of those impressions sound anything no. like no, Albert but, we Mid, but that's fine. exactly. Ho, ho, ho. Um... I hated I hate Kokai. I've wrote wrote that many times. Kokai is an asshole and I hate him. Oh, don't worry. And then at one point, <laughs> oh, that's why I wrote. Okay, so earlier when I was looking through my notes, I saw a note that said no fucking shit, lady, and I couldn't remember <laughs> why I wrote that. But now I remember it's when he had got a hold of the um walkie-talkie yeah. and was trying to get a hold of the lady and she was like, "This is for emergencies only." And yeah. then he wrote he said no fucking shit, lady. Um I said, this lady really needs to listen that there's an issue. Oh, she's going to send a black and white. And then I wrote, Carl Winslow's in this movie? Yes. Yes. Okay. So then He's I, a big part of this movie. So then I wrote, oh my gosh, he touches the girl calendar. So that was the other yeah, boobs was... thing where he walks by and touches. I, I was like, there are so many instances of him doing that. Like, it just is so funny. Hilarious. Um... Um, then this is when he goes in the vent. So once he gets into the vent, I wrote, I know this part because it's one yeah, of the pieces I remembered. And then he says the classic line that I learned after come out to the coast. We'll get together. Have a few laughs. So good. <laughs> uh, let's see. What else? Do you like the part when he's in the vent? It's, I, I feel as though. This what he's done here is in so many future movies from that, because of people going into vents and th throw buildings right. to uh, like sneak around like floors and stuff like that. I and I, I could be wrong, but I feel as though it it came from this movie. Really, I don't. And know I'm what sure the... I'm sure it was. I'm sure it's happened before, but like I always think about this movie because of those memes and stuff like that of when you see someone else in a vent. What's the one with Martin Lawrence when they? Bad, bad boys? No, 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 no. Um, it's the other one where he hides a diamond. Oh, I don't know. Okay. Well, anyways, they he goes into a vent in uh, that one. Yeah. All right. So I wrote that I thought. Okay, so. So you were you just like kind of watching, watching and skipping, and when something caught your eye or something like I was just taking notes the entire time. <laughs> Clearly not significant. I'm taking notes on every little thing. <laughs> yeah. That's why it's probably good that I'm going first. Yeah. It's fine. Yeah. <laughs> it's, I probably I only have like four pages of notes, which is okay. Yeah. It's gonna be fine. Okay, people love me talking about <laughs> really boring stuff. But if you love this movie, you'll be happy to hear this. Um, I mean, I at one point I even wrote 
Schnell, because I just like that word. (laughs) (laughs) Um, Okay, so he goes up to the top floor. And where the boss was, there was the blood on the ground, Mm -hmm. but the boss wasn't there anymore. And so I said, wait, is that fake blood? Is the boss in on it? So even though he was dead and gone, I still thought that maybe he was in it in on it so it's important i think you like overthink i know too much i wrote i trust no one (laughs) (laughs) even in the movies even in this movie everything's happening already and you just yeah you you, you're overthinking everything i am overthinking everything um let's see i put carl winslow's an awful cop (laughs) what this was i think at the i don't know at what point and then oh it's when he was about to leave okay and then i said oh okay a dead body that's when he threw (laughs) the dead body and then he reverses, and Bruce Willis says, "Welcome to the party, pal." <laughs> <laughs> it's so good. So many one-liners. I know. Like zingers in this movie. And then it like cuts to Argyle, who's like still chatting on his phone, like dancing. I'm like, this guy's so funny. Um, then Bruce Willis's shirt was completely brown. It was white, and then it was yeah, a brown. He's crawling around a vent. No, no, I know, but it was like a completely brown <laughs> yeah. shirt. But then I wrote that he looks pretty good. Bruce Willis looks damn good in this yeah. movie. He's very young. Then he says, yippee ki motherfucker. Mm-hmm. Um, then he says, light him if you got him. And I said, is that literally about cigarettes? <sighs> like, is that what they're, like, the what origin of that? they're referring to? I, th- I think so. All right. So then he says that his name is Roy as, like, his fake name. Yeah. So I would call him Roy for pretty much the rest. Even though I know his name is John McClain. Yeah. Right. You have, yeah, well, I guess you don't know the movies. Right. You, so I call him Roy time. going forward. Um, okay. I couldn't believe that the lady went to Snape and asked him for stuff. I was like, why is she going over there? Even that part of the plot, I'm like, why is she going over there? Because she's selfish. She's no, she wanted something for the pregnant lady. Oh, okay. She that part. Yeah, yeah, yeah. She yeah. wanted to, um, yeah, because she knew that she was pregnant. And so she wanted to get her comfortable just in case. Yes. Like there was like... I think she was pretty far along. Yeah. I, I just couldn't believe it. I, I thought that she was going to get kidnapped. Like, I thought that's when he was going to see her photo yeah. and then put it together. Um, I couldn't believe how long Argyle was waiting. They still went down there. Um, oh, yeah. At one point, the – what was it? The boss on the radio – on the TV show was talking about – or maybe it's the boss of the police people was talking about, like, oh, that dead body is probably just a stockbroker – uh with depression or something and he jumped out of the building i was like no (laughs) no that's not so bad okay um i like but i think it is actually a common thing that happens no i know with stockbrokers i know they put everything out there (laughs) okay so then i wrote i like roy and carl winslow's relationship so that's neither of their names but they were they ended up being really cute yeah um i liked the skullet guy yeah. Um, I like that he stole a chocolate, but I said, is he th- from Three Ninjas? And then I said, I'll look it up after. Do you know what the answer is? Do you know what he's in? Mm, no. He is Genghis Khan in Bill and Ted's Excellent, Excellent Adventure. Adventure. Oh. Yeah. Oh, That's why he's so yeah. familiar. Okay. Um, I said, the police the police boss is a piece of shit. What's that guy's name? Robinson or something? I don't know. He was so... I hated him. Okay. <laughs> the co- Like the commissioner or like the... Who did you hate? The Carl Winslow's boss. Oh, yeah. Okay. Yeah. So then they bring in that car, the big like LAPD car. 
and he got stuck on the steps before it got blown up, which I thought was pretty funny. I thought it was it bottomed out or whatever yeah. that's called. Um, then uh, Bruce Willis says, Geronimo, motherfucker. So that was another good one. Okay, so here's when I hear the name Hans Gruber. Hans Gruber! <laughs> and I was like, that's a real thing? Like, that, I've heard that name yeah. a billion times. Yeah. I had no this idea. where it came from. I had no yeah. idea where that came from. So that was good. Um, let's see. Hans Gruber. Yeah. He's a really good bad guy. He is. Alan Rickman made for a really good bad guy in that movie. Oh, yeah. And then this is when the, the Ellis, coke guy, decides he's going to go talk yeah. to Hans Gruber. And he says, Hans, booby. <laughs> Classic. This And this is this is where uh, it's like um people are all like, oh, this guy, he... he he deals with millionaire and like knows how to like take control of situations in, that, in those cases. Yeah. Which he thinks he can swing this with some other guy, mm-hmm. like a, a terrorist. Mm-hmm. I know. I, I hated, I hate Ellis. I wrote that like 10 times. Coke guy is Ellis. He's an idiot. And then I said, Oh yeah, now he's dead <laughs> because he died. Well, well, he got shot. Yeah. Cause he's an idiot. Cause he's an idiot. <laughs> um, so then, Johnson and Johnson come in, which also was hilarious. Um, the one Johnson guy looked really familiar, but in the end he wasn't. I didn't. There was nothing, but I made a note for myself to look it up. Mm-hmm. Um, I, <laughs> I wrote, he's not in the vents as much as I thought he would be. I really thought there'd be more vent adventures, but it's just that one time. Um, I couldn't believe that. Oh, I couldn't believe when they thought that Hans Gruber was a hostage was one of the oh, hostages. Yeah. And then I read afterwards, do you know what the, do you know the scene that got cut from from that? So there was a, apparently this big, like other piece about their watches and they all had the exact same mm-hmm. watch. And that's what tipped. That gave John McClane, or gave John McClane the yes. idea that he was what yes, he was in because, hostage. Because I was reading that that's been a really controversial thing of like, well, how did he end up figuring it out that he wasn't really a mm-hmm. hostage? Smart cop. Yeah. Well, yeah, but why? What what were the clues that gave him away? Um, oh man, I should have watched this movie again before. It's been so long. That's okay. But um, I think it's just a uh, some. Well, yeah, I, I don't want to say because I'm not a cop, but oh no, stuff that they looked like. I Holy lost, crap! I lost. Oh, I, I like... lost the point that I found it. Okay, but anyways, I just wanted to go through that part because yeah. I I was very emotionally charged during that part. I wrote, <laughs> "What Roy and Hans Gruber? Oh no, he's tricking him." And then I wrote, "American accent. I don't like this trick. Why is he so trusting?" And then I in all caps, "He gave him a gun." And I said, "Okay, I bet he did something to that gun." Whew, okay. Oh my God. The scene with the guy's knees. That's like Jack. When the guy's knees get like blown out. Yeah, that's like <laughs> I thought Jack. Like you. Because you your knees means? are like wrecked, aren't no, they? No, my knees are great. Okay. I have a torn ACL, but I can still play all my sports. Fine. Okay. Um, Just strong willed individual. Okay. Fine. <laughs> have you ever had knee problems? I have. I, no, I, great. I, literally, exactly. I have a torn ACL right now. Exactly. So. Okay. Okay. Anyways, then I didn't like the glass in the feet. Then I wrote. <laughs> Then I wrote, this movie is kind of long, and I'm realizing that so are my notes. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> um, okay, here's my other reason why that I know that it's a Christmas movie. Because once I got through all seven layers, 
the Christmas music starts playing. There's the wind, music all throughout the movie. Well, I know, but this one specific scene, okay, yeah. the wind is blowing through Hans Gruber's hair, and the one guy says, Merry Christmas, because they get in. Yeah. So, yeah. it's a Christmas movie. Um, let's see. I hate the reporter and how he goes to the kid's house. Yeah. Or to their house. Um, and then I said, that fucking reporter fucked things up. <laughs> and then I didn't like the helicopters. I was proud that he found out that there was a, um, the roof was going to get blown up. You didn't like the helicopters? I, I said, what's going on with these helicopters? Because there was two and then there was one and it was very confusing. Oh, okay. Um, yeah. And the roof blowing up. Yeah. The roof blowing up was scary. At one point he says, happy trails, Hans. And the cop says, I hope that's not a hostage. <laughs> Um, and then I wrote, I still don't believe the boss isn't in on this. Ha ha ha. And I said, what a goddamn mess. Why did I write that? Oh, outside. Cause it, it was, a mess. it was a mess. Yeah. Um, okay. So, so in the end, every diehard movie is a mess in the end. Roy and Carl Winslow hug. And that's really cute. And then Carl Winslow got the bad guy, Carl. And then the lady punches the reporter and then they played Let It Snow at the end. <laughs> Another Christmas movie indication. <laughs> and that, that was my notes from uh, Die Hard. Yeah. Those were a lot of notes. They were very detailed. Thank you. <laughs> very boring, but very detailed. <laughs> but it, it, it catches certain points of the movies uh, of anyone that... If, if you've never seen Die Hard and you just listen to this podcast... Now you've basically now seen you, it. Now you've, you've heard those key parts of... The movie. Those are the important parts, and I loved it. I you loved you loved that hurt. Loved it. There you go. Yeah, I awesome. loved it. There was so many funny parts, and I want to like wake Tim up and be like, "I get it. I get well, why especially people now, love it." Yeah, exactly. Because when you hear people talk about things or say quotes or quote the movie and stuff like that, now you know because you've seen it, mm-hmm. and you're like, "Oh yeah, I understand that." Anything you didn't agree with that I said, Linz? Um. Linz, have you seen Die Hard? I've seen it. <clears throat> I've seen it maybe once. Oh, Did you once? agree with Years all of ago? my... You know, it's funny because I don't think I said anything controversial. I just literally listed, just listed parts of the movie. Plot points. <laughs> yeah. Although I do quite like the made-for-TV uh, like um, censorship. Yeah. Uh, yippee Mr. Falcon. <laughs> no. Yeah. <laughs> yes. That is oh, awesome. That's going to be my new yeah. thing to say. Because you know what, like Die Hard actually, it, it's on TV a lot around Christmas time. Yeah, I was able to get and, it for free. And that's... Oh, it was on demand. Oh, really? Oh, there you go. Yeah. And that's why it's like I, every every Christmas, I, I would turn on the TV when I'm when everyone's making dinner or something, because I generally don't help with dinner. I try to. That's but, fine. Neither do I. But then I'll sit on the couch and be like, oh, Die Hard. And I'll watch <laughs> it. <laughs> like, and it's not because I like I plan to watch it. It's just, it's always on yeah. during Christmas time. So I turn on the TV. I'm like, oh. Do you, have a, do you have a favorite scene? Either of you? Just when Hans Gruber gets shot. Man. See ya. I thought he... I was very surprised he didn't shoot his gun before he right? fell out of the building. That's what... Every time I look at that, I'm like, I'm he's like, guns pointed right the there trigger. on the trigger. And he's literally pointing it at John yeah. McClane just to be like, I'm not going to shoot this because I'm going to fall to my death. But I mean, take someone down with you. Yeah. Just do it. Like, you might as well. Get a couple shots in before you, See, you know. Look, we do root for the bad guys sometimes. I do it sometimes. Yeah, yeah. Especially when they're Alan Rickman. Yeah. Especially when they're Alan Rickman. Which, I mean, 
this is a segue into your movie. Well, he's a villain in this movie, too. He is a villain. He's a villain in both movies, unfortunately. <laughs> but he makes a great-ass villain. So I love that this is an explicit episode because I can actually swear now. Yeah, we did it. And I, I apologize for any children listening, which <laughs> should be because this is a show for adults. And an all adults swear. <laughs> I hope. Oh. Well, anyone listens to this episode. This we podcast. should do um, with our next guest is swearing. If you swear, are you an adult? Or the opposite? Mm. Do adults, do all adults swear? Oh, well, we know that for a fact. <laughs> that not all adults swear. I have family relatives that don't swear. Never? Not once in their life? No, they have. See? But, yeah. Okay. Okay, anyways. Let's um, talk about... So, good, good uh, I loved rendition. It. You loved it. Um, I will watch it again. Would you? You would yeah. watch it again? Yeah. And you, I just would watch it know, again even this Just let you know there's... Like five other yeah, but are, I heard they're not as good. Um, well, this one is the step. Like this is the iconic, right? Right. This is like what set it off. Yeah. Um. But yeah, it's that's there. I can't wait to hear about Love Actually. <laughs> so I I used to love Love Actually. I used to say my two favorite <laughs> movies were Love Actually and Three Hundred. Very different movies, <laughs> <laughs> but I love Three Hundred. I love Three Hundred. I love Three Hundred. So, so good. Uh, the more I watch Love Actually, and I used to be like an every Christmas, watch it every Christmas, it's, it started to hurt my heart a little bit, but we'll let you, I'll it's, let you go. Okay. Through. Um, I'm getting like, okay. I wrote, wrote, writing all these notes just to let anyone know that it's listening. I'm, I'm a little bitter about this movie because I just got out of a relationship about two months ago. My bad. Which no no it, it it's it, this is all part of the process picking the movie not the relationship yeah, part no, no. <laughs> wow <laughs> um so some of my notes might be a little biased towards the <laughs> fact that I hate love right now because of the fact that like I just got my heart broken like two months ago okay but um my I read the I've I've tried to avoid this movie yeah because be, mainly because the fact that love is in the title. Yeah. And I'm not a big rom like I'm not a big romance kind of like movie guy. Yeah. Like I love romance and like I'm a, I'm a um romantic at heart. But it's movies like this that just provide I want to say false hope sometimes. Aww. But uh, I don't know. It's okay, anyways, let's move on. Um <laughs> I I wrote this thing. So my notes begin with oh, people fall in love, blah blah blah. Um <laughs> This is after I read the synopsis, and I'm like, okay, this is what I think the movie is going to be about. It's going to be basically different variances of couples in different levels of the relationships, and there's going to be new couples that are really madly in love, couples that have been together for a little while, and they're just kind of um, there, um, older couples that might be struggling, or even like couples that are have been going out for a couple of years that are struggling as well, mm-hmm. because... Especially around Christmas time, there's a lot of stress that comes on to relationships of like, what's the next step? Or, you know, meeting out of everyone's families and everyone gets all the questions like, are you guys going to get married? Right. Or like, you know, are you guys going to have kids? What's the next step? You know? Right. So that was my um, prediction prediction of how this movie is going to go. Yep. Um, <laughs> so when the movie started, the first thing I saw was, and I wrote this note, I said, wait. Liam Neeson better kill someone because I saw <laughs> Liam Neeson. And I'm like, I've never seen Liam Neeson in any other movie except for like movies where he kidnaps people or like go kills people that have taken his daughter or something like that, right? It's movies yeah. like that. 
I know Liam Nielsen is someone that's dark and you know the the how the saying goes, I will find you, I will kill you, <laughs> kind of thing. Yeah. This was different. I mean, I, a little I, bit different. He was played a little different character. He was a little dark <laughs> because his wife just passed his away wife, or something. Yeah. It was really sad. Yeah. But, it's so sad. Um, <laughs> so sad. There's so many sad parts of this There's, movie. This movie, and I did write it in, at one point where it's like, this movie's freaking depressing. <laughs> mm-hmm, mm-hmm. <laughs> but anyways. Um, <laughs> then the next part was, and this this movie jumped around a lot oh, from yeah. different couples and stuff like that, which I was expecting because, but I mean, like, why do you have to do that? Like, it was hard to just, like, pay attention right. and get, like, involved in the movie because but i guess they were all kind of intertwined like they all kind of had yeah, some kind yeah. of relation to each everyone other everyone always knew each other right? somebody so knew somebody i had to catch on to that it was hard to catch on to that in the first like 15 20 minutes right and then it's like um there was a wedding with like um Kira knightley and uh, adam Li- uh, andrew lincoln was the best man yeah of um that black dude i don't know his name but i've seen him in tons of movies yeah um i'm like oh this is I, well, I wrote, who ha- who gets married on Christmas? But I guess it was like a week, couple weeks before right. Christmas. And I'm like, but still, like that's an awful time to get married, I feel. Uh, how do you feel about Keira Knightley's mouth? Because wow. I can't look at it. You can't look at Keira's mouth. <laughs> I, like think, I think she's a beautiful girl. So she's I don't beautiful. Know. I never said she's not she's, beautiful. Just I just said I can't look at her mouth. Because it's too big? No, because she talks. I can't even, I mean, we're on a podcast, so I wish I could, like, show people. <laughs> <laughs> I'm trying to, I'm trying to show. <laughs> Anyways, everyone, next time you watch anything Karen Hartley, just watch her mouth, and then you'll be like, oh, no, I can't watch this anymore. Uh, I, okay. That's, <laughs> I, I can't see that, but. Um, so, yeah, I, I thought that was weird that there was a wedding, like, so close to Christmas. Right. That but did you like, like the wedding? Time. Did you like when they the sang? The wedding was great. Like, so good. And when they sang, I was like, oh, it kind of gave me chills. Yeah. I'm like, if that actually happened in a real wedding. But at the same time, it's like trumpets right in front of people. You know how bla- like blaring <laughs> that would be? It'd be so loud. And they're like swinging around people's ears. I'm like, okay, <laughs> that's going to suck for someone. It's like. I didn't even yeah. think about that. And like, yeah. It was cool though. Like, um, and you can tell like the the best man. They were looking at the best man. He set that up, like Andrew Lincoln. Right. And I'm like, oh, that's a good best man, you know, to be able to go all on. A, and I'm just like, uh-oh, this is going to foreshadow something. <laughs> something's going to happen here. I didn't know exactly what yet, right. but I was like, something's not right here. But they looked really happy. Yeah. Like, um, that, They're cute. That was a cute uh, little section there. Um, and then the when the that guy went back home, the writer, yes. he went back home to find his... Colin Furt? Call, yeah. No. 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 Yeah. Yeah. Because he the went other back. Guy with the I last name Fur. Uh, I don't remember. I don't know his last his first name. But anyways, the guy went what back home. He rushed home because the ceremony kind of quick, and then he rushed home to go make sure his wife or his girlfriend was okay. Man. And he catches her banging his brother. <laughs> like, really? Like it's in like the first like ten minutes of the no. movie, and I was like, oh my god. Do I have to go through this, like, in this movie? I'm like, okay. But I'm like, okay, this is – right after that, though, I, I, I looked up, like, the statistics of, like, how like how much cheating – and it's really hard oh, to no. tell because no one's going to admit to cheating, like, to either their spouse or a therapist or, like, 
a person taking statistics. <laughs> so it's a very flawed like right. statistic. You can't go by that. But I find as though like especially nowadays with like dating apps and like Facebook and you know all that hookup the, the hookup culture right. It's right. just so easy to get out of the norm right like so it just kind of happens yeah and people and it's it's hard sometimes but i feel so it's easier for people to cheat do you and think so that, it's more common nowadays do you think that in the movie they she used a hookup app no not at all brother? not at all i think it's just um and opportunity. It, it, it's opportunity and the fact that sometimes the the you get close with people and people that are like friends with other people and stuff like that and it's just like you get to know people's personalities and right. how great other people are, but at that point, it's now it's just um, a temptation thing, mm-hmm. right? And it's it's a strong-willed temptation thing where it's like, do you have the will to stay with the person you're with or just like, you know, like it's all in the person itself and how strong-willed they are. Okay. But maybe we should cut that whole section out so that doesn't break your heart more. Just <laughs> we won't, we don't have to talk about anything like that. No, 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 that's fine. It's all part of the movie, right? Like, yeah. and that's, it's, um, um, it, it, and you know, it's, it's good. It's bound to happen in, in like scenarios like this. Um, there's, and with, like I said, relationships and people struggling relationships, this kind of stuff just kind of happens. Um, especially, I know like they were probably married mm-hmm. and marriage especially is hard because you're kind of bound together legally even. And it's hard to just like get out. You can't just like leave and if you're not happy, right? Mm-hmm. Sometimes you got to work at it. But yeah, um, I know this movie's depressing right off the start. Off the start, but I like a I death, figured there's a death and yeah. cheating and yeah. a marriage right off the start. But this is all again. This is all stuff that happens in life, right? Right, like and it's it is um just sometimes you got to deal with it and just move on. Mm-hmm. And I, I knew that with this ha- stuff happening so early on in the movie that there was going to be higher points to it. Right. Right? I knew that this writer going through this was going to bounce back. Right. Right? So moving on to the next scene was <laughs> the awkward scene. Like, were they filming a porno? Mm-hmm. Is that what it was? It was like a Yeah, but they're like big, stand-ins. Yeah, they're not even touching. Like, they're barely, like, they have all the clothes on. And yeah. they're like, so I was but like. They're like, stand- they're like body stand-ins to like show where they're. The angles will oh, be. Oh, okay, okay. So it's like before and, the actors come oh, in. Oh, okay, okay. Because I'm like, awkward scene with some nipple touching. <laughs> and I'm like, oh, this is... And then like... <laughs> so cute. And they were like having a conversation yeah. while they were like... I'm like, this is weird. <laughs> I'm like, what's going on? Is this like British porn? Especially, <laughs> especially if you don't yet know all the characters. You're like, what? where does this yeah. scene come from? Because like, he was, at, he was uh, one of the characters off Lord of the Rings or something. Yeah. And I'm like, oh, I know this guy. <laughs> and it's just like, uh, anyways. Um, this, oh, so there was a funeral for um, Liam Neeson's yes. um, wife, wife. And I thought that was, it was sad. It was so sad. Um, but then it was like, they had a slideshow. And I'm like, oh, man, when I die, my slideshow is going to be freaking hilarious. Because I don't think I have. Like, but, like, it's going gonna, it's gonna to be sad. Right. And I hate to, I know that you hate talking about like death and stuff like that, but like my, at my funeral, just to let you guys all know, you're not allowed to wear black at my funeral <laughs> and it's going to be a big dance party. I'm going to wear rollerblades too. For that would be cool. <laughs> you know, wear anything but like a black suit or a black dress. But black is slimming actually. It's 
Well, I want you to wear bright, <laughs> bright colors at my funeral. Okay. And it won't even be a funeral. It'll be a celebration of life. Well, I, we've talked That's about it. this before. I want there to be pre-funerals so yes, that people can yes. celebrate together. But yeah, but sometimes anyways. people don't know when they're going to die. I know. <laughs> I know. Um, then Hugh Grant shows up. Yeah. I'm like, why is Hugh Grant such a stud? I don't see it. He's like, he's somewhat handsome, but the guy, he's just, I'm sure like you, I see flaws in him like you see flaws in Keira Knightley. Right. Well, I only have one flaw in Keira Knightley. It's well, her mouth. I guess I don't really ha- see many flaws in Hugh Grant. I just don't understand why he's so like, people think he's so handsome. Right. Like it's just a stud. Yeah, I don't know. He's not my, on Hugh the Grant. top of my no, list. He's pretty bland. Maybe his accent. Yeah, his accent. Maybe he seems even. like attainable. He's, not, <laughs> he's, right? he's like, in reach. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> Anybody can get him. Yeah. <laughs> but, <laughs> um, so I was like, okay, Hugh Grant. Uh, he's in every romance movie, pretty sure. Every yeah. romance oh, yeah. movie out there. Especially Brit- anything British. Yeah. Um, and then so they have the wedding scene and it's – and then uh, this Colin guy, he's one of the British guys that's just like – he's a server or he's like – and he's just like – he comes up with this like um, premonition that girls are hotter in the US than they are in the States or in the UK. And he, I was like, Colin might have a good point. More harder <laughs> girls in the U.S. than U.K.? That's probably true. Ooh. But all of I our U.K. fans but, are going <laughs> to revolt. Of course, I'm going to have to go to the U.K. and find it myself. Yes. But, like, I've been to the U.K. like to play soccer. Yeah. And, I mean, I didn't see very many girls just because <laughs> we were training all the time. Right. For so- training for soccer. And even in, like, the pubs and stuff like that. I was 16 at the time, but I still didn't see very many hot girls. I just saw a bunch of guys in there. <laughs> <laughs> Um, give UK the ch- give I know the that UK there's a probably chance, right? a lot of hot girls in the UK. Um, next, uh, old oh, the so Alan Rickman finally shows up. I'm like, oh, Alan Rickman, Snape. Sna- I didn't call him Snape because huh. I don't know him that well as a character in, from Harry Potter. Like I do know him as that, yeah. but I've seen him in so many other movies, like Die Hard. And that's why I was like, oh, Hans Gruber. Hans Gruber, <laughs> here he is. He's in this movie, and then. Just like his secretary, just kind of like, I was like, old uh, man. I'm like, old man. Uh, prof- like, I thought he was a professor at this time. So I was like, oh, old man professor crush. I've seen this before. <laughs> oh, my. This is, that's the one storyline I hate. But keep going. <laughs> the storyline that you hate? Because, I hate. Because why do you hate it? Why keep, do you hate it so much? Just keep going. Okay. <laughs> the look it's on Danny's so, face right so now. Angry. <laughs> She's so mad. She's hiding her face behind this microphone. And I can't see it, but I can see the anger in her, yeah. her, her voice. You can hear the anger in her voice. Yeah. Um, oh, the, the the that little kid, so adorable. So um, cute. Liam Neeson's stepson. Yeah. So cute. He said something along the lines of, "the the total agony of being in love," mm-hmm. <laughs> and I'm like, "Good one, kid. Right on point." Because it is love is agonizing sometimes i mean it's great yeah don't get me wrong i've been in love i know what love's like but man does it shit kick you in the heart sometimes you know <laughs> i if i hate the last one i love liam neeson and his son and his stepson the, i yeah. love that storyline so it much. is it is a good storyline because i mean there is a lot of like good key points about like um young relations and or new relationships and stuff like that and they show that kind of thing yep um, let's see. See, it's not so easy going through your notes, no, hey? No, yeah, I'm just reading. Um, oh, I was like, uh, so the writer, 
he uh he goes to France. Yeah. Um, because he's now trying to get away from everything that's happened because he got cheated on. So I guess he's got I don't know if he's got a cabin or something in France and this little house, and he goes there, and then a lady comes up and she's Aurelia. like, oh, "Huh? Is her name Aurelia?" Or no, something? that's the cleaner that this lady hires. Oh, right. To clean that the house lady. while he's in it. And yes. I'm like, as soon as I saw that, I'm like, I know where this is going. <laughs> this is predictable. This is pretty obvious here. And I'm like, okay, well, that's, <laughs> I'm like, I know where this is going to go. <laughs> Cheat on writer in a foreign country with a cute home cleaner. Come on. That was going to be predictable. <laughs> um, the wife of the old Alan Rickman. Um, Emma Thompson. Who is also uh, the prime minister, who's Hugh Grant's sis- brother. Yeah. Or sister. Yeah. She um, points out, because she was talking to Liam Nielsen. I guess they were like really good friends. Yeah. Um, which I thought that they were going to hook up. Oh. I thought they were going to get together. See, just like I thought everyone was bad guys, you yeah. thought everyone was I thought cheaters. everyone's going to get together because <laughs> it's just so, yeah. I see signs of it and I'm just like, okay, well, that, this is going to be, something like this is going to happen. So she says something along the lines of true love lasts a lifetime. And I was like, uh, maybe. But, uh, you know, again, the bitterness is just like, uh, if you're with the right person, I guess. Um, but well, even maybe that's that hard. could be foreshadowing for her storyline. Yeah. Which, again, I will growl at. Mm-hmm. Keep going. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I can see why you're so angry now. Yeah. Thinking about what happened, and I'm just like, oh, yeah. Because I love her so much. Yeah. Uh, what did I say? Two people who've known each other for days are already in love. That goes back to the writer. The fact that, like, he was... Um, I think it was the writer. Yeah. So the writer was like, they were, they, they, she speaks Portuguese. Mm-hmm. He speaks English, knows a bit of French, but he can't talk to her because she's, so they're talking to each other and it's like, my best, the best part of my day is when I get to drive you home. Mm-hmm. Or she's like, the worst part of my day is when I have to say goodbye to you. Kind yeah. of I'm like, they've known each other for days. Like, but that doesn't mean that, that I, doesn't mean they're in love. Yeah, I guess. But the they, best the part way of my day, Jack, is the best part of my week is doing this podcast with you. <laughs> the worst part of my week is when I have to leave doing this podcast with you. <laughs> and are we in love? Uh, maybe. <laughs> maybe. <laughs> we love each other, but we're not in love. So they could okay. be the same. Okay, okay. Valid point. Um, then, okay. Though, oh man, okay, and this is <laughs> this is like when I found Hans Gruber. Oh, okay. Um, oh, hi, Archer. Sorry, we have a puppy here now. Um, <laughs> I wrote heartbreaking. Friend of groom is in love with bride. Oh, this is when she gets Kira Knightley goes into the house, and she's all like, "We're I just need like," and she because obviously he's oh, been avoiding yeah. her because she's he's like in love with her but she doesn't know that right he just she just thinks that because this he is his best her. friend's group like bride yeah he might be taking her his friendship away from it right mm-hmm. so she goes there to try to like become friends and also to look for more footage of the video oh, ta- yeah. of the, the wedding yeah because she didn't have enough pictures of her in her wedding dress or something and so she finds it and then starts I'm watching it. I'm picturing her face and her yeah. mouth while she's doing it. I look quite pretty. <laughs> <laughs> I can't see this. I'm sorry. I, I, uh, Kira Knightley's too hot to be okay. able to like, point out a flaw like that. <laughs> anyway, she's like watching this video and she's like, oh, this is perfect. This is exactly what I needed. 
but it gets further in the video where it's just like her <laughs> cut and like he's cutting out like the groom like his best friend yeah. and it's just focused on her yeah and that's pretty blatantly obvious yeah but it's like at the same time it's why so you... awkward because they're alone what? in the house yeah and, and he's just he, like he's sitting like there, there like, he's uh, standing there over to, over uh, her shoulder where should i look and it's just like but also, yeah. like, it's pretty bold of her to, like, just be like, I'm just going to pop in this videotape in your house. Yeah. 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 But, I mean, like, the, that's a tough situation for that guy to be in. Like, and uh, unfortunately, like, I was telling Linz on the way home from dinner that I've I've been in that situation. And it's, like, hard. Right. Because, like, I was in love with a girl in, like, like, back in the day. And my friend kind of, like, they I just didn't do anything because I was, a I was, like, shy and right. I just didn't really like have the balls to go ask a girl out oh. and eventually my f- one of my friends and her kind of got together and I just had to like just sit back and take it you know because like, oh. like what do you really do when they're finally together they, then they started dating it's just right. like you just gotta like yeah you had your chance kind of thing right and, like I'm sure he had his chance or not who knows right but the fact is he's in love with his best friend's wife right that's a hard situation to be in because, yeah, um, something about, s- I wrote self-preservation. He he said that to her because he didn't tell her because she's like, I never knew. Yeah. I never knew that you loved me like that. But it's, again, he said, well, self-preservation. Right. Because he had to kind of save himself for that because you can't just like, if you either lose your best friend and the girl that you love because of that, right? It's just it's a tough situation, right? Do you um do you ever watch Walking Dead? Yeah. Did you? What do you think about Andrew Lincoln as this character versus Andrew Lincoln as Rick Grimes? Uh, two different scenarios. <laughs> what? It's well. Just add it in context. I'm like, what? Well, Rick Grimes like obviously has bigger balls than this yeah. other guy. Who do you like better? Which character do you like better? Um, Rick Grimes. Okay, great. Just because this guy, I don't know. Yeah. But I've seen myself in this guy, and okay. I hated that guy, so screw that guy. Yeah. Grow some balls, man. Uh, Titanic scene with um, Liam Nielsen and his son. They're watching Titanic. Oh, yeah. And it's yeah. like, and again, you know what? A thing about um, trust <laughs> in the fact that, like, um, w- watching Leo and Kate there in Titanic <laughs> – and it's like, oh, yeah, you probably know each other, but you're going to trust this guy to just, like, hold on to you. And I don't know. It's Like I said, I'm a little bitter about yeah. that right now because – but moving on. Because <laughs> uh, I'm like, they've known each other for how long and the trust is there already? Okay. I trust you. I mean, I know. We've I've known, known each other know. for years. Okay, okay, okay. I was just trying to bring that up again. Um, okay. Little kids learning hard lesson on love. A girl, a girl kisses you and you just let her walk away. What was that about? Little kids. Oh, could those uh, be two separate well, things? Well, no, no. It's um, he's still learning a lot of lessons. Like this little kid, he. It's funny because it's like he has all these like thoughts on love because mm-hmm. he was talking about um a girl that he loves in like this the uh she's like the ho- like the most popular girl in his in his school right and he's in love with her and he doesn't know how to handle it because he she doesn't even know his name kind of thing right so right um he doesn't know what to do about it. And so they're like, he, his dad is trying to help him along with the situation, but he just lost love of his life. So it's yeah. like hard, right? God, this movie's depressing. I know. <laughs> I, mean, I know it gets better, but like at, the, at this beginning. point on, I kept watching it because I'm like, it's going to get better. It's going to get better. And it does in some cases and it does in some cases. Mm-hmm. Um, 
a girl. Oh, this is when uh Oh, um the writer, mm-hmm. he drops her he finally drops her off. I guess she's done her job. Right. And he, he drops her off and she kisses him and he doesn't he just stands there and lets her walk away. Because it was at the end where and where they were saying they were talking to each other in different languages, right? And but they were saying how they felt about oh, each other. Oh, that's right. Okay, yes. And they just they just didn't really know what to do. Did she give him like a peck or like it was a, a kiss pe- on the lips? Like she oh. just went up to him and started and um just yeah he he got a kiss from her yeah and it was uh, it was it was a good kiss to really and it I like made her show. Her feelings towards him, right? And he just let her walk away. It's like an international language. Yeah, it's pretty obvious what she's doing, <laughs> and just the way that they look at each other, right? Um, I did forget to write something about the fact that, like, um, he was writing outside next to I a lake. I was just gonna say that's and my I favorite that part because I was like, he she comes to bring change coffee cups and she lifts the other coffee cup and all his papers blow into the water, and I'm like, oh my god, here it goes. What a I thought they were gonna make out in the water, but because like she, she's like, he's like, don't worry about it, and, you know. And then she's like, taking off her clothes and stripping, getting ready to dive in to save all these papers. And he's like, it's not worth it. Those, this thing's rubbish, anyways. And then she's in her language, is like, I hope this is worth it, because I'm like, like I'm not diving in here for like something <laughs> that my grandma can write and stuff like that. I'm just like, oh man. And yeah, so that was uh, it was it was a cute scene. Um, but I. Was, <laughs> I just thought it was funny that, first of all, why are you lifting that coffee cup without putting the other one on it? <laughs> but who thinks of that stuff, right? <laughs> who thinks of that stuff? Um, <laughs> my next note. Seriously, though, when is Liam Nielsen going to kill someone? <laughs> it's not happening here, is it? Nope. Nope. Spoiler alert. So. Spoiler alert. Liam Nielsen doesn't kill anyone in this movie. <laughs> I don't think. He could have killed a security guard. Um, <laughs> I wrote is cheating a theme here <laughs> but it's because uh, this is at a point where it was like the secretary Alan Rickman's secretary is like Ugh. really like Ugh. pouring it on now onto him when she opens her legs yeah. ew I hate her and, in yeah, dark she, yeah, dark places in dark places she's talking corners. about the venue and Ugh. stuff in dark places and I'm like okay well I know what's gonna happen here yeah. um, this is pretty obvious and I hate her I hate him and I hate her. Um, also, there is another couple in that same office that Alan Rickman's in. There is a girl, an American girl, who has moved to England and she's like in love with this guy. And she has been for like two years. And everyone in the office knows it, even this guy, but she hasn't done anything. Right. She hasn't made a play for him or anything. What did you think of that? What did you think of that? Um... Th- that scenario? Yeah. Oh, that's, that's tough. Um, family's important. Obviously, mm-hmm. family a lot of times comes first. Um, with his condition, no, like it, dep- it all depends on the situation. Yeah, I'm sure his condition is something that she can't really just up and leave. Right. So and this is her brother. It's her brother, who's got I don't know what he has, but he's he's not well. Right. He's not well in the mind. So in her situation, with no parents to watch him, kind of thing, yeah. like it's her responsibility. So she's kind of tied to that responsibility. She can't really do anything about it. Yep. So she has to, like, and the time where she, f- I wrote, she finally got her man, just like that. No work involved. 
he finally he finally makes a move on her. Right. And they go to her apartment, like in the Christmas party and stuff like that. Um, oh, the expectations seem high here. <laughs> <laughs> and it's it's just there's a little bit of awkwardness because they're like, you know, they expect it mm-hmm. because they both like like each other, and then it happens where he's but calling her while they're like she's they're in bed with the other and she's choosing her brother over right. him. And it's I'm sure it's frustrating to him because he expected more. But family, like I said, family comes first. It's a good um, it's a good lesson in like seeing someone's true colors. Like yeah. you, if you were in love with him, you would hope that there would be this, like he'd be this perfect guy. And yeah. then when he gets upset about about it and like not being able to hook up yeah. it's kind of like oh okay well that's not the kind of person i want to be with because i need someone who understands that i have this relationship with my brother mm-hmm. and it's really important and it's not gonna um i'm not gonna ignore my brother for like a one night hookup like yeah. it'd be different if they started dating and yeah and but at the same time like she she knows that this has probably been something in her whole life that she's had to deal with because he he they do this office thing again where they're both the last two work in the office mm-hmm. and this is after that situation and he's all like bye and she's all like bye but she's like in a, like a, a happier mood mm-hmm. but then he leaves and she starts breaking down mm-hmm. because she knows that she's tied to this hey just another type of love yeah that's love yeah that is that is um oh the, the at the christmas party She's this girl is all over him, at uh, Alan Rickman, and it's just like her, 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 his wife is watching everything go on. Like they're dancing on the dance floor, and she's like whispering in his ear about stuff, and she can see the whole thing going on, and she knows. So she just knows, yeah. right? It's it's pretty obvious. Um, and I'm like, well, let's see how this old guy handles temptation, because sometimes people don't handle temptation very well. Um, and then. Oh, oh, the temptation because she calls it. They go, they go shopping. Mr. Bean, and then Mr. Bean's there. The best. <laughs> He's the like best wrapping part. the gifts. I was like, it's so weird to see Mr. Bean talk. Yeah. Because if if you're our age and you know who Mr. Bean is, Mr. Bean doesn't talk. No. He's literally he has a decade of like episodes of his his show where he doesn't talk. That's and a it's Christmas hilarious. tradition for me. Our family would watch Mr. Bean like Christmas Eve, yeah. New Year's Eve. I love Mr. Bean. Oh, it, it, he's he's a classic. Yeah. Because I mean, he can he's been on this he's been has his show for so long. Yeah. And he hasn't said a word. <laughs> like that's amazing. Yeah. <laughs> or he does this. <laughs> he's like, uh, what's uh, the cook from uh, Sesame Street? <laughs> he's like, <laughs> oh, <laughs> the Swedish chef. Yeah, the Swedish <laughs> chef. He talks like the Swedish chef, but he doesn't have to say anything. He's just like, you know. <laughs> um. Seriously, though, shopping for your mistress with your wife? Yeah, that's bold. <laughs> that's ballsy. Yeah, yeah. for sure. It's stupid. Also f- stupid. Very stupid. Right. And at that point, I don't think she was a mistress. Well, no, but, but he's, he was... he's buying a gift yes. for another girl yes. with his, while he's shopping with his wife. Right. Like Where there's feelings involved. Because again, let's remember that I bought you a gift today. You, yes, you did. <laughs> I was like... <laughs> Yeah, I bought you a gift today, and I will buy you a gift too. <laughs> <laughs> but when there's not like it's very different when they're friends, or yeah. you know, like if he said to his wife, "Hey, I, I'm going to get my secretary something." Yeah, yeah. If if that was the relationship, like that's different. I buy something yeah. for my boss or whatever. Yeah. But um, there is feelings. But involved there is here. feelings there involved is. there. So 
I was like, well, it's gross, but there's feelings. In yeah. I was like, I can't believe you're doing this in front. And like the fact that Mr. Bean's like taking so long. Thank goodness Mr. Bean's in it to make it funny. Right. Like it would be, <laughs> yeah. e- it would be so awful. Yeah. You almost are happy that, that uh, Snape has to go through that <laughs> awkwardness. Snape, because he's the villain. <laughs> um, they went back to, are they, are they a port? Are they filming a porno? Because I was still confused on what was going on. Because now they're like naked, naked and like on top of each other. Because I think they have to show where the bodies will yeah. end up. I just, it was weird because obviously I've never seen a porno get like I've never filmed. seen a porno, of course, period. Like, I've <laughs> <seen> porn. <laughs> uh, oh, yes. What did I say here? This guy's going to get screwed. Oh, man. Okay. So Colin, the British guy, finally yeah. makes it to Wisconsin because yes. he sold his flat or he, he rented out his flat so he can buy a ticket to go to the U.S. Yeah. to go live in Wisconsin because he thinks hotter girls live there. Right. And obviously, like, he goes – the first thing he does, he gets out of the airport goes to a bar. And he's just like – because he his mindset is that, oh, American girls will think he's cute or hot or attractive because – He's got an accent, mm-hmm. even though he looks like a freaking like tool. Like I don't yeah. know, he just—he's kind of an ugly guy. So he gets into a bar, and next thing you know, there's like an attractive girl being like, "Oh, heard his voice," because he orders a Budweiser, but it sounds British. Yeah. And so the girl's like, "Oh, this guy's British," because you know that's exactly what happens when you know, <laughs> like this ugly guy with bad teeth orders a beer with an accent. Right. A girl's just come out of the woodwork and start being like, "Oh, wow." So this. I don't know why they would throw this situation in here because this this would never ever happen in real life, where there's like one hot girl talks to them, then another hot girl comes and talks with them, and then another hot girl talks to them, and they're like all of a sudden it's like oh, you can uh, you have a place to stay? It's like no, I, I was just gonna get a hotel, and they're like well why don't you come stay with us? Oh, where it's like we don't our- except wait we don't have a lot of money so we don't have. Any, too many beds. We have one bed. We don't have a coach. And we, oh, and we, we don't, don't have, have enough money to afford pajamas. So we're all going to be <laughs> naked. I'm like, what is going and on like, here? Oh. <laughs> and and like, then they have their other roommate. And then they have roommate. their other roommate who's like the sexier one. I'm like, she's the what is going one. on here? What is this bullshit? <laughs> <laughs> I was like, oh my God. And so they go back to the house and next thing you know, you know, that happens. Because <laughs> you see them all finally taking off their clothes in the shadow of the window with this other hot girl walking up. I'm like, this movie? And then what else did I write? Uh, oh, I said, oh, the disappointment. Because the next scene was... Um, crap. I don't know. It was something bad. But anyways, um, this Christmas movie is hella depressing, I wrote. <laughs> Jeez. And then Liam Nielsen was talking to his um, son about Claudia Schiffer... Who is an oh, old yeah. like supermodel? Oh, a supermodel from back in the day. Yeah. She was like, um, and <laughs> he was telling her his son about the fact that because I think his son was asking him about his love life, which is funny to ask from like a, th- a twelve or thirteen year old. Mm-hmm. It's like, oh, because he's like sincere and be like, you know, I feel very bad because we've been going on about my love life, but I haven't asked you about how your love life is doing. Mm-hmm. I'm like. What kind of kid says this kind of right. stuff? He's like twelve years old. I'm Very like, sweet. and it was good. And he's like, Linus like, oh, you know, I'm not really worried about anything. Uh, whatever comes comes. But you know, if Claudia Schiffer comes out of nowhere, y- you're gonna have to leave the house for a bit because I'm gonna go <laughs> to every room and have sex with her. Kind of thing. I'm like, you're telling this kid this. I'm like, wow. <laughs> uh, 
this next scene, I wrote, a man's got to do what a man's got to do. Because someone said that. But I don't remember what it was for. Anyways. Could it be about... Yeah. Oh, it was... um The Prime Minister? Yes. It was a Prime Minister, I think. Oh, does, is this when he gets rid of her? The girl? He, he goes through talks with the, the u.s president yeah and how the u.s president's a bully yeah and just like pushes around small isn't that countries. a good part though when he's yeah. like we will not yeah yeah when he stands up to yeah to, um billy to bob billy bob thornton um as the u.s president yeah and because she she he made a move on natalie who's yes. the girl who's is hugh grant's secretary and he's like in love with her mm-hmm. and he makes bob, billy bob thornton makes a move on her mm-hmm. and she doesn't really do anything but he takes Hugh Grant takes it the wrong way yeah or he just knows he saw, it. He he saw, saw it. the wrong and so this is where it, it motivated him to step up to Billy Bob Thornton for his country right and for his own sake right so that was good yeah that was good um there was a uh, another part where it said someone said it's Christmas so we got to tell the truth and you know what this is kind of thing like I love Christmas just as much as everyone else what I hate about Christmas is that People think that it's the only time that they need to be good or they need to do nice things right. or they need to like, you know, and all the Christmas songs where you hear all this like jolly music where everyone seems to be happy. Right. But why doesn't that happen ever, all the rest of the year? Because it's one time a year where society tells you to be happy. Right. No matter what happens, you know, and again, this is, could be bitter me, but I've always kind of felt like this um, about Christmas because when Christmas music rolls around and... All of a sudden, everyone's like, "Oh, it's Christmas time, so we gotta play Christmas music, so that everyone's happier." Right. Well, and Christmas is can be really, really tough for people. Like, Absolutely, it can be a really oh, tough time. You think hard. about missing relatives. You think about um, finances. Yeah, finances. You, like, having to buy presents for people <clears throat> when you don't have the money. Right. You know, like it's 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 super hard. But yet, you're supposed to put on this front that you're right. happy, put on this mask because it's it's what is expected of this this time this yeah. one month where people are like i need to be happy right now because it's that time of year right and the thing that someone said was like uh it's christmas oh it, it's in the cards. andrew lincoln it's in yeah. the cards yeah because it's like and because it's christmas i'm gonna and tell it i have to tell the truth tell the truth and i'm like that is such bullshit like yeah. tell the truth all the time well i mean those <laughs> all the cards were bullshit too yeah they were <laughs> they were i mean it was a good gesture is it? Because, well, that's his girlfriend. That's his yeah. best friend's wife. Yeah, that's true. And the fact that she went out and kissed him. Yeah. Just because of this. Like, what is that supposed to tell the guy? What right. do you... Like, I, I didn't understand what that was, like, supposed to lead on to. Yeah. Like, yeah, is she, I don't know. She, she happy that, like, he feels that way? Or, like, it's just... This is a downright bad situation for all, all of them. Right. What would have been know? better, because I think what they were trying to do with that scene was just, like, we're going to... We're going to both say that we, whatever, that maybe we were ships in the night that the timing didn't work yeah. and, and that's it. We will never be. But it's like, instead they made it this like romantic gesture and then she kissed him and it's like, okay, so wait, is there like continuing feelings? Like, anyways. It, yeah. I mean, it, it could, it could be tough for her because now she's like, oh, this is such a romantic gesture and I didn't know you felt this way, but right. I'm married to your best friend. Like, right. Like Lindsay, what do you have? What's your input on that? I know it's 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 tough. Like, for any of you that don't know, Lindsay, if you listen to our past episode, Lindsay is our sound producer, and she is uh, she's in a polyamorous relationship, mm-hmm. which I know that this looks this is a bad situation. But like, what's your take on that? 
I think it puts her in a very tough position. Super tough. Super position. tough position. And the whole video thing just seems super weird to me. Right? Like, he has this video. It's like very kind of stalkerish, and because yeah, he's supposed to be capturing a special moment for the his wedding. best friend. Like I've done wedding videos for people before and i'm like if i just have you ever zoomed in on one person like i'm just watching the bride here's your wedding video like i don't know it just seems it's it seems weird and not terribly healthy and yeah i think it puts her i think it puts her in a super difficult uh position and if he actually truly cared for her he wouldn't he would try not to put her in that position or even cared about his best friend exactly exactly so that's just that's just a really tough situation, mm-hmm. and that's, yeah, it's hard, but that's life sometimes, mm-hmm. but there's there's good ways to handle things, and there's bad ways to handle things, and it's always going to be a tough situation. Mm-hmm. There's always going to be tough parts of every decision. Um, <laughs> Hugh Grant's going around. Um, this is kn- my favorite scene. Knocking on doors, because he's trying to find scenes. Natalie, because she gave him a Christmas card that said, that apologizes for what happened with him and her and Billy Bob Thornton. Nothing really happened. And she's all like, I'm all yours kind of thing. Mm-hmm. And he sees that and he goes and rushes out to go find her. That's Even though so he has good. no, he has no idea where she lives. He sees this one, he knows what road she lives on. Yeah. And it's got like a thousand houses on yeah. it. It's the best. <laughs> so I'm like, Whoa, wow. I love when they have to sing the Christmas carols. <clears throat> and I was kids. like, I was like, she's like please sir please please." i'm like oh my god the most like (laughs) that's how you get anybody please sir who can say no to that he's like the little voice yeah so that was uh, (laughs) that was awesome i love that kid's octopus costume when she finally he finally finds her and his her nephews in like the car with them in between them. yeah um and then uh after the christmas party um Wait, I said busted. Oh, um, that's either about well, the kiss. The kiss. Or it, I didn't about, talk about the kiss. I didn't. I didn't say anything about that because that was bound to happen. Or it's my least favorite scene. That makes me <laughs> it cry is, it is. every time. But like you know, the funny thing is like it can be for both. But at the same time, like I didn't talk about the the fact that they got caught like kissing because if you're gonna try to hide that kind of stuff and you're like as powerful as a being as you are. You're gonna get caught. Mm-hmm. There's just stuff that you shouldn't hide, because you're just gonna get caught. There's right. no if you if you have to hide it from people, it's not right. gonna be good, right? It's always gonna come out. Um, but yes, that busted part was <laughs> when she reaches into Alan Rickman's jacket and finds the this necklace, the necklace that he's gonna give makes me his so his sad. secretary, and she's like she's excited because she thinks it's for her. Yeah. she's like, oh, he's finally stepping up and giving me a gift other than a scarf, you know? Yeah, and it's in the same box. It's in a, just a little like square, square box. Yeah. And so she sees it under the she sees a square box under the Christmas tree, and she just expects it to be this necklace, and it's a freaking CD. Doesn't it make you so sad? That scene <sighs> makes me cry. Like I could cry thinking about it right now. Like she does such a good job, um, like emoting of capturing how people. Sad. Yeah. That moment and is and realizing like, like just the hurt. Oh, it makes yeah. me so sad. So. She finally, she she sees that he, he he knows. She knows now. She knows, and she calls him out on it. And I wrote, "Oh, action equals consequence." <laughs> and I'm just like, like 
what did he think was going to happen? Like, how did he think he's going to get away with this? I just don't know. I if it, it it baffles me about mm-hmm. this kind of stuff, right? Um, so she calls him out on it, and he admits that he's just been a stupid idiot about everything, and he should have handled it differently, and yada yada. But that's it's just I'm sure they've been dating for such a long time, or they've been married for however long, and it's just sometimes that temptation or that spark you lose that spark and there's just different way to handle things but this is not the way to do Mm-mm. it you know you gotta talk about it yeah um okay i i think i skipped over a lot of stuff because there's a lot happening by this point um it was after the christmas party or the christmas concert mm-hmm. where that little kid because that little kid learns drums he, he spends all his time learning drums to try to impress the girl that he likes mm-hmm. and she's like this amazing singer like she just like captured the whole audience and everyone's like, what? And he's in love with this girl who's like super popular. And she's pointing, like she's singing that Christmas song, remember Mariah Carey song. Yeah. And she points at like him and the smile on his face. It's just like, it's so cute. But then she points to another guy Andy. and then another Andy. guy. And he's all like, he's like furious at this point. I'm like, Oh my God. And like after he hit the drum, his, his, um, Symbol so hard at the end to cap. I'm like, the emotion there. Oh man. So they're at the airport, and he's trying, or Liam Nielsen is trying to explain to him because he's so mad at this point, and he's like, I don't know what to do. Like this is stupid, and he's like, you need to go tell her because he didn't tell her. He, she's like, she doesn't even know who I am. Right. And then he's all like, I wrote a quote here that said. Let's go get the shit kicked out of us by love. Because <laughs> <laughs> he, he wants it. He wants that. But yeah. he knows. It's funny that a 12-year-old knows what to expect going into a relationship. Right. Going into love. Because love is super hard. It's so hard because you have to just give yourself to it. Well, and in, in this case, she's the little girl's moving away. Yeah. So yeah. it's, it's so not it's, just uh, going into well, a relationship. Well, she's not moving away. She's just going away for a bit. Oh. And then she's coming back. Okay. Um, okay. So... He goes and like they have this air- airport scene where he's like trying to get to her, and she's already like in like past security and stuff like that. He's got to get by security, so his dad, you know, makes a distraction. So he just sneaks by. Next thing you know, he's getting like chased by security guards to go meet the love of his life. I would love to see that scene like reshot now. Now, it'd be like, it'd be like, he'd be, like no. shut down within one no. second, like just close. He'd close be stuck line. in the tube. <laughs> he'd be stuck in that tube. That that you know, <laughs> yeah. So he eventually makes it to her, tells her he loves her kind of thing, and it all works out, you know? She comes back and gives him a kiss, because security catches him, and but he got he got there just in time to tell her. Mm-hmm. So that was cute, but I'm like, oh, this kid just committed a federal offense, yada, yada. <laughs> <laughs> I'm like, oh. Um, there was a thing that said, I posted, I put using Christmas as an excuse for everything. Yeesh. Because I think, um, again, someone was using Christmas as a time to tell the truth or something, mm. you know? The, be, the boss. Um, because the, the singer guy. Yes. Telling yes, yes. his manager that uh, it actually he's the one that he loves on yeah. Christmas or whatever. What's like. his name? So, um, what's that guy's, the old guy's name? He, uh, he's a singer and he's just like, on his last limb kind of thing. But yet he, he's being ridiculously honest about like having like a career in music. And it's just like, you know, th- this, this song is shit. It's, it's the worst freaking Christmas song ever yet. You know, people love it. Love it yeah. And 
and I'll I'll if if I'm number one, I'll play a live concert completely naked kind of thing, right? Where he's just like a badass. He's like, yeah, and people love that because they're just sometimes sick of like how fake some people right. are, right? So he's being honest, and everyone loves it. And so he gets number one, and then he's like getting invited to all these parties by Elton John and like all these <laughs> popular people. And then he goes there, and then he comes back. He, you see a picture of his manager just like on the couch alone with like wine and stuff like that. Yeah. And he shows up, and he's like, "Why are you here? Why aren't you with Elton John partying?" He's like, "Well, I mean, this is the time of the year to be honest and you know tell people what you feel, feel, you know." And again, it irks me that. Christmas time is the only time to do that. Right. It's kind of stupid. <laughs> uh, yes. This guy just literally got out of the marriage weeks ago. Talking about the writer who goes back to Por- who goes to Portugal right. or wherever she's from and asks for his f- her father for his her hand in marriage. Right. He's been spending the time to learn Portuguese. Yeah. And he's literally going there. To just like ask her for her address. Did you like the scene though? At least when like the family's like following and they're all talking <laughs> in behind. And yeah, yeah. That scene was pretty. It funny. was, but that's God. Like, I don't know. Like, it, this would never happen in real life, right? It, it, I'm sure it was, it's a cute scene and stuff like that. But at the same time, it's like the fakeness of it. But it, it's a big deal, I'm sure. Mm-hmm. Um. So. They go down to where she's where Amelia is working. I think her name is mm-hmm. Amelia, and no she's, Aure- Aurelia, Aurelia. Aurelia. She's working at a restaurant, and he asks her to marry him in this restaurant full of people with a whole like village behind them. <laughs> and I'm like, what is going on here? <laughs> of course, she's gonna say yes because they both love each other because they've known each other for a total of a week and a half or something, you know. And now, do you know that? Wasn't it like I, six it, weeks out from I Christmas? I don't know. It's hard to sell. No, they were only four weeks away from Christmas. Because the wedding, ha- uh, the wedding of Andrew Lincoln's yeah, best yeah. friend was, it said four weeks ah, from Christmas. Okay, okay. So a month from Christmas, right? he gets he cheated, cheated on. on and he now goes, he's and now he's asking else. for another girl. And I'm like, this guy just literally got out of marriage <laughs> weeks ago. Are you kidding me? And now he's marrying another girl. It's right. like, dude, take a break. Like, <laughs> you just got your heart broken by like some girl who you've probably been married for however long because they and th- or they could be just dating they could have been just dating. maybe yeah but it just it just seems like they were so happy like right and, and i hate the fact that like she put on quite a like mask like in the beginning of the movie she was like oh, I, I love you and like those words are just sometimes they they can just get thrown out super yeah. easily you know like and it's just to misdirect sometimes Again, Bader Jack just yeah. being like, "Wow, this is, hey, you made me watch this I know, freaking I'm movie." Sorry. <laughs> I'm just like, I'm "What? Sorry, the heck? I can't wait to hear if you're gonna watch it ever again." Um, <laughs> and then I wrote my last note: false hope. Oh, because sometimes that's what these movies bring out. I'm sorry, I, I'm being honest here. This movie, sometimes like a lot of it, like a lot of it had good key points in it that you really have to watch out for certain things. But at the same time, like a lot of like the like. Meeting someone and falling in love with them right away. That does happen, sure. It's exciting because when you first meet someone and you get excited about being in love with someone, it's 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 a great thing. It's very exciting. But this this movie is just like society's way. And like I said, telling the truth around Christmas time only. And like this is the thing about Christmas movies is that it, it goes to bring out joy with a lot of people, mm-hmm. which is great and all. But what, 
can we not do that like all year long? Right. Not just in one time of the year. Be honest with everybody and just be like good to everybody all the time. Do good deeds, you know, be nice. It's hard sometimes though, but mm-hmm. sometimes people need to bring out the best of each other all the time. Would you have liked this movie but more if those scenes where the people who fell in love during the movie didn't get engaged? <laughs> like if it was left with like, now they're just dating. Maybe. Yeah. yeah. And like like even like the, the, the couple or the people that were in that fake porno or the mm-hmm. porno, they got engaged. Yeah. Like after knowing each, they went on like one date. That's very true. And they got engaged right. at the at the the airport. Right. Because the airport was the end scene where because at the beginning it was at you see love at the Heathrow Airport. I ball my eyes there. out at the beginning of the movie every time. Yeah. Every I'll time. bet. Every. And time. then at the end it was the same kind of thing, but with the characters that you know. Yeah. That you've gone to attached to in the movie. Mm-hmm. And it is. It's good because even like Alan Rickman and you know they were civil with each other Mm -hmm. even though you know there there was something missing there Mm -hmm. um and then (laughs) colin colin Colin, he's obviously got an american girlfriend now and he brings a friend who is super hot and and yeah so i don't know like yeah maybe it'd be more realistic Mm -hmm. because for people to jump into marriage super fast Mm -hmm. is just um you know without really knowing the person Mm -hmm. because it's hard when you don't know you ha- you need time to really get to know someone. Mm-hmm. For all these people that are just jumping into love right away, it's, right. it's just not realistic. But that's, again, how old is this movie? This movie is... I don't know. Well, it must have been made before or after 2011 or 2001 because they talk about the Twin Towers. Oh, yeah, okay. I don't know. But, but to play on the other side, I think that they're showing that even if you are together for a long time, um and get married and you know know each other for a long time like look at what happened with snape and emma thompson right like like it love can hurt you on both ends yeah yeah no and you you know which is great hope for you for the future right (laughs) (laughs) i'm so looking forward to that (laughs) but no it's 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 just uh another lesson that uh, love and relationships are super hard yeah they're hard and you have to work at them you can't just expect them to just be super easy no matter who you're with even if it's you think you're super compatible with someone it's going to take some work right there's going to be times where things don't always work out the way you want to right Right? i do appreciate that this movie talks about all different types of relationships so like a father and stepson son and like friends and family like it's not just everyone falling in love Mm -hmm. it's like all different types of love i think is really awesome yeah so yeah that was that was love actually will you watch it again no. No, that's fair. Not a chance. No. Do you feel more well-rounded now that you've seen it? Uh, I don't want I don't really want to say well-rounded. <laughs> like I don't know. Or the, do you just feel more bitter? <laughs> I wouldn't say more bitter. Um this is all stuff that like all everything that's happened in this movie. It's all stuff that, you know, I I've been in a lot of situations in these movies mm-hmm. in this movie. Like, a lot of the situations that happened, I've been in a lot of those situations. And it's just reminding me that I've come a long way yeah. from my relationships. My, 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 and like we talked about with Lindsay, they aren't failed relationships. Right. They're relationships that you take. They're life lessons. Yeah. Right? You take them, you learn from them, and then you move on. Right? It, nothing, it's not a failed, like, relationship. Mm-hmm. It's a life lesson. You just got to take it and move on and learn from it. Only will it be good is if you learn from it. 
I'm going to play devil's advocate one more time. Then is it okay to jump into a relationship if you know that no matter what happens, it's either going to be in quotes successful relationship or it's going to be a life lesson and it's just going to build you more. It it all depends. (laughs) You know, it all depends on the relationship. I'm sure. Yeah. Like the person that you're with, if you like, and again, the, the most important thing is communication, right? right? If you, get out and talk about this kind of stuff. Right. If you get it out, like out in the open and not have to hide anything, then yeah, I mm-hmm. think you can jump into a relationship um, and have the, the, like take away the fear of like hidden secrets or anything. Right. Right. And just bring it, put it all on the table. But a lot of people find it hard to do that coming out of like those life lessons. Cause those, you know, those, those life lessons are sometimes hard and they hurt. And so the, some people don't want to relive those kind of things. Mm-hmm. So going into a new relationship, if it's prone to happen again, they fear they veer away from it. Right. Right. So I don't know. It's new relationships are great because you can you can bring what you've t- learned mm-hmm. on into that new relationship, and hopefully it just makes it stronger. You know. So no, I don't think it's bad to go into new relationships right away. Mm-hmm. Just, just, you just have to be careful. <laughs> I think that's just any relationship, yeah, any friendship that you enter into, yeah. any any relationship that you build, knowing that it changes. Yeah. Um, and you either change together or you change separate, and that's the life. Like yeah. that's life. Yeah. Okay, that was. Th- those were that's our two our movies. Super long episode. That was yeah. That was long. That's, that's our longest. What, what, what time are we we're at like right an now? hour and a half? Oh wow. Wow. Holy moly! Well, we there was love a lot to talk movies. about these movies. I guess my notes were a little, little more detailed yeah. than your notes. Your notes were just plot lines. I actually had stuff to argue. I kept mine concise. <laughs> I, I, you know, my lines were just. We, the thing is, like each one of my points, we had something to talk about with it. I don't know. It was. Are you putting me down here? No, no, no. I'm just saying it was a gut wrenching movie. It that is. I had to watch. It's awful. And you know what? You there's storylines that you barely even got to touch on, like yeah. the like the singer and the and his manager, right? Like yeah, yeah. Because because there's so many other pieces. Yeah. But you did a really good job. You did a really <laughs> good job getting it down to four pages. Like that's very <laughs> impressive. At, at one point, I was like, I didn't want to point on everything because I was like getting so much like yeah. information. I'm like, you know what? This movie. If, you know, if Colin and those guys that I have some notes ever do this movie, <laughs> get me on that on show because yeah. I will literally rip this movie apart. <laughs> You'll be like, love is dead. <laughs> Cut out all Or love. maybe don't It'll have me on. false hopes, actually. <laughs> <laughs> maybe don't put me on there because I'll, that, that episode would be super long. Just super like this depressing. was long. Yeah. It might be super depressing, but you know what? It happens sometimes. All right. Well, then let's just remember how fun Die Hard was. Oh, Die Hard and was a great even, movie. Even if my notes weren't just plot pieces, what could we possibly have argued? Because that movie is like just <laughs> spectacular. Um, if there was one person that Liam K- Nielsen could have killed, who would have been? Mm, oh, Alan Rickman? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Actually, him and the girl. Because I blame, I blame both of them equally. Do you? Yeah. Yes. Yeah, yeah, yeah takes two to cheat it does it does Ugh. Uh, i i actually cringe looking at her Ugh. <laughs> it makes me so mad yeah i'm gonna go home now and like stew on how mad i am about that scene <laughs> oh no i know i'll have to go watch uh, die hard again and remember how much fun i had last night 
Um, we need to talk about our giveaway. Oh yeah, we have a guys. We have a giveaway, and if you're still listening to this podcast, <laughs> I know it was a long and hard. It's, it's, it's to my listen mom to. and my sister. And <laughs> but, hey guys, um, I don't even think you guys can win. <laughs> um, we yeah, Danny, why don't you talk about the yeah? The giveaway? So so um, if you remember Amelia from our episode third episode um our dietitian friend from the city market um we've partnered with her which feels very exciting but we've partnered with her um and she is giving away with us a 100 dollars gift card that can go towards um like a personalized shopping service with her at uh city market so she can sit it's amazing so she'll sit down with you talk about like your goals and then we'll go around the store with you and help you find uh things that will fit that and so we're so grateful oh thank Um, you so much amelia yeah thank you so much and i i saw her on friday night i went to her sugar like additional sugar course and there was just myself and one other girl and we learned so much about not eating additional (laughs) sugar and then i bought a piece of red velvet cake and ate that at the end (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> but that's okay so anyways uh, amelia is fantastic and we're we're gonna be posting that on our instagram and um our facebook and we hope that you all enter and, and how do you how you enter we're gonna we'll have we'll have a some sort of question um you'll probably have to take some friends and then i think what about a week we'll, yeah. we'll give it and then we'll give it away we'll do a random draw and um to somebody who's probably liked our page and liked amelia's page yeah. and all that good stuff yeah, so um, keep checking our Instagram uh, so that you can find out how to enter. How to enter. But uh, yeah, I think that wraps up this episode. Guys, I hope you enjoyed listening to today's episode. Um, remember, to interact with us, follow us at This Is Adulting on Facebook, Twitter, and Instagram. And while you're there, we're always looking for five-star reviews um, or comments about how much you love us. Um, why not tell us if you like Die Hard or Love Actually better? <laughs> Um, just interact with us because we really love it. We, we love talking with you guys. If you put a comment, we will like it immediately. Yeah. And we will talk back to you. <laughs> <laughs> Anyways, that's it for today, guys. We'll chat next week. Yeah.